Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Oh. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me here in a corridor is the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. It's Luke Bly, Master Bly. How are you doing, mate? Oi, oi, Savaloy. Habba the Judd. I can't Ooh. believe Ooh. I've never done You've that. never done a Habba. I've never Habanero. done a Habba. Habba, Habba, the Judd Judd. <laughs> Um, Matt Rebo. We are live uh, in a small corridor uh, <laughs> off, off of a main section here at Portsmouth Comic Con on the south coast of England. Yeah, we're in the Guildhall. Um, we, we, we're facing each other, which is nice, yep, isn't it? Always. It's always good to kind of have a live cheeky podcast. It is. Lukey Boy's looking swole. No, you're looking swole, well, mate. He came, out of his, he came out of his hotel this morning. The first thing I did, other than pick my drawer up off the floor, was say, have this you guy, been working out? He's a tart. Like my man. He's a tart. Great. He's a tart. Well, we can see straight down there, Colin Baker. Yes, one yeah. of the doctors. And who else? The la- One of the assistants? Yep. Nicola. Nicola. We're looking at them right now. We're looking That's at right. them right now. And they're looking at us thinking, what are those creeps doing like, with those they, microphones Burns, down like, there? They're like, why are they trying to read our signs behind us? But yeah, the doctors, man. This this is a cool little convention, isn't it? So far, we've not been able to explore like loads of it. But this is like our first Comic-Con together outside of London, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, because even Elstree was... It's in. It's, like, it's yeah, great it's in Hertfordshire. It's London. Yeah. Great curry there. Um, yeah, we've been, we came here last night for a... A swanky little drinks reception. That was nice. Did a cool bit of networking. Yep. Uh, went for a burger afterwards. Very nice. Yeah, it was decent. And uh, we're here now. The crowds haven't been let in just yet, but there's already a decent vibe. And we're get, we've, we've only heard good things about this convention since last year when it kind of really took off. Yes. So we're quite well. I, I know we're quite excited to you know, get around, see what's out there. Yeah. We've got a uh, a live show. Tomorrow, where we're going to be quizzing the audience on Star Wars. Classic. Uh, and we've got a radio appearance as well. And today we're kind of going to be milling around. Might chuck the microphone in a few people's faces or I'll beat them around the head with it. Yes, but we we're would excited like that. For, aren't we? Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see kind of what unwraps like in, in, in this episode, you know. <laughs> it's going to be great. What are you laughing at? Was that a guy in a, a Wookiee? lad in a Wookiee onesie. I think he was trying to go to the lavvy, saw us and ran off. I think he... Uh, he wanted a hug from you, mate. We can yeah. have one if you want. Just as a disclaimer, the toilets are out of order, so we didn't actually stop him from going to the toilet. Oh, <laughs> they're planned now across the building. This so this this venue is Portsmouth the Guildhall. Guild yeah. It's not like a convention centre. <gasps> oh. Yeah, they're playing. I just thought they're playing Samuel like Samuel Kim, isn't it? Yeah, they're playing oh, a Samuel Kim like medley. Thing. Oh, I love yeah. it. Um, it's so you've got like a music, a traditional like musical bit in yeah, the middle and that's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. main bit then you've got all the corridors have got like that's where the artist alley is that's yep. where the comic book artists are they've got an outside bit with a gazebo like tent mm-hmm. bit with more vendors yep. it's very like it feels like they're making the most of the venue they have and the venue they have is very cool yeah yeah it's very impressive and it's different but they're not to me it feels like this 
con. It is an indie con. It's a smaller con. Yeah. And yet it's still, I think they get a big attendance. Someone's going to get like 10,000. Yeah, yeah. And you it's know? only two days as well. So you split that over to two. 5,000 people here is going to be I think wild. it's more than that. Or yeah. It's, it's going to be more than that. That's from last year. And that's where we heard about it. It was yes. last year's con. Because there's a Star Wars zone, isn't it? Yes. Our friends over at Haven't even Squad been there yet. have a Star Wars zone. Last year they recre- recreated Tatooine, Tatooine uh, and apparently went down very well. And this year... Uh, they're outside and they've yep. got a Star Wars zone there as well so we're yep. going to go and head down there shortly and rough them up a little bit yep. um, but yeah <laughs> oh. that's, that's where we heard it from um, and there's a couple of Star Wars artists here there's, uh, Star Wars is represented well here but yeah it's a, it's a cool little uh, con it's not like I said it's an indie one it's not Reed Pop it's not Showmasters it's it's own thing yeah and the vibe is really, really positive and friendly. Yeah, so yeah. Far. I We've wasn't, had... I wasn't sure of what it was going to be like, to be honest. No, and of we've arrived, and I'm like, actually, this is, yeah. this is quite impressive, isn't it? And the artists speak very highly of it, which is nice. Yes. So, listen, interviews, quiz, chats. Uh, hopefully, this episode will have it all. Hopefully, if not, then uh, we we'll probably won't release it. Yeah, <laughs> it so, will be on the IG live yeah. in a week. Yeah, <laughs> we'll shove it yeah. on Patreon. Why not? <laughs> Um, right, right, let's let's get involved, mate. And let's if do you it. hear me sniffing, it's because of the hay fever. All right, please. Loves a sniff. <laughs> okay, we are here with the amazing Paul Fry, who is unfortunately a Man United fan. I'm a Man City fan. We're planning the FA Cup final. To- well, you know, we're not going to talk about it. That's football. We're here live at Portsmouth Comic Con. We met Paul yesterday at the little Portsmouth Comic Con social drinks thing, which was lovely. And we got along really well. So, Paul, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. I, I hate you. <laughs> Well, we don't know. <laughs> Especially after, after like one minute, one minute of the FA Cup final. We'll, we'll see. We'll yeah. see where it goes, mate. We'll see where it goes. But listen, uh, you've had the pleasure of working on Star Wars. Why don't you tell us and the listeners a little bit about that? Oh, of course. Yeah. First of all, uh, thank you for having me. Um, secondly, yeah, but uh, I've been a professional comic book artist for a couple of years, doing some DC work and heavy metal, and. Um, I'd uh, had my foot in the door with Marvel for, for a, a little while, but they hadn't had anything come up uh, for me. But one of the editors that I was in contact with was the editor of Star Wars. And um, he, out of the blue, came back and said, hey, do you want to do a Star Wars issue? And I went, uh, yeah, well, yeah. And um, he gave me a, a, a one-off book called Life Day, where, but it had... It had um, several creators and different artists doing different stories on there. So mine was a seven-page uh, story with uh, writer Steve Orlando. So um, I um, yeah jumped at the chance, started uh, working on that. And it was a Han and Chewie um, story on that one. And um, I did my first page. They really seemed to love the way I drew Chewbacca on that page. And um, Alex Sinclair was offered to colour uh, the issue, or, or my story anyway, for the issue. But he had just come off a run of uh, Amazing Spider-Man and, and wanted to take a break. But then he said to me, I saw your Chewie, and said, I had to, I've got to colour that. So he came back, and I felt, wow. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. So, um, well, you're working with Han and Chewie, and the characters that have already got a story in Star Wars. What's it like working with Lucasfilm now? Because obviously... 
there, there are certain parameters you've got to play within in terms of the story. How is it working with them and what are they like in terms of your contributions to their stories? Well, well what happens is they, they have to sign everything off. So it goes through Marvel first and then, then Lucasfilm go and, and they have a check. So they, they okay the script. Once the script's okay, I work on it, send the pages over and then the pages are then sent to, to Lucasfilm. And um, they do come up with minute details that need changing, but it, it just shows that they, they know their stuff and they, they care uh, so much about the characters that they want everything to be right. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's a little bit more intense than working on just a, a, a standard Marvel character because you've got to go through the editors and then Lucasfilm mm. and Lucasfilm are so so stringent but in a, <laughs> but in a good way in a good way in right. a good way love you quality control <laughs> quality control yeah. well, well, well it turned out that at Star Wars Celebration in London this year something very special was announced you're going to be doing the Max Rebo one comic shot. Yeah, right the, the one shot for the 40th anniversary huge. of Return uh, of the Jedi congratulations yeah. cool. thank you very much that's huge mate yeah that's uh, massive I, I was surprised as you were when, when <laughs> it was announced <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I wasn't there I was actually working on the book right um, but keeping an eye on what's going on and then social media showed a, a picture of the cover which I hadn't seen before either but when you got a cover showing Max Rebo, you kind of know it's going to be your book. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know it's going to be uh, special. Uh, tell us, is it Boba Fett Max Rebo or is it Return of the Jedi Max Rebo? It is Return of, it's Return of the Jedi Max Rebo, 100%. Right. Because we're just checking, because we know there's, uh, you there's know, different versions there's of There's different him. versions. Uh, you never know. You never yeah, know. Right, yeah. okay. So th th this is the one that is from the original puppet designs. I've got, I've, got to ask, I've got to ask the question, mate. Well, actually, I've got two questions. One of them's a demand. Mm. Second one's a question. The mm. demand is, we want to be in one of the comics. Can you make us canon? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep, thank you. Um, the, 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 um, probably have to have release forms, but I'm not entirely sure if that's possible or not, but I don't. Well, it, it was... It, it was wasn't a, a no. It was a demand as well. Um, <laughs> but more seriously, though, obviously Han and Chewie, Max Rebo, the, the Life Day uh, carrot comic as well. I'm from Lucasfilm. I'm saying, right, Paul, you got free reign. Who would you, or what character, what era, what part of Star Wars would you love to write a story about and put your own stamp on? I would love, and uh, it, it's, it's one that... that was taken out of canon actually and uh, kind of brought back and I, I, I want him back and that is uh, Revan oh what a choice uh, I, I do his story when he wanders into the unknown space region. amazing yep that, that would be hella popular, <laughs> Paul. Paul, thank you so much for joining us briefly you here are live at Portsmouth Comic Con. You've been busy, you've been making sales. Uh, if people want to find you, they want to see your amazing artwork. You've got what? Fry's, Fry's Amazing Tales yep. on Twitter. That's the same handle also on Instagram. And then my website is, is www.frysamazingtales.com. Um, yeah, so just put Fry's Amazing Tales and it should come up with something fantastic and also we have it on good authority you like a pint of Stella <laughs> I, I like you the dabble. odd pint yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. uh, well, yeah who doesn't who doesn't <laughs> who doesn't <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> thank you so much for mate. No, Appreciate thank, it. Thank Cheers. You. Bye. Comic welcome. I'm John Brown from Express FM. We are hosting Speakers Corner all across the weekend. Thank you very much to anyone that's joined us to for various panels, who all of which the guests have been amazing. And more amazing guests right now as I'm joined by Matt and Luke from Star Wars Sessions. Hey, how are you guys? Very, very well. Enjoying being in Portsmouth. It's a how really good convention. So where are you from? Well, we're, we're Essex-based, so uh, we've, we've travelled a little bit down to get in. We won't hold you out against you. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> we are very proudly Essex, my friend. So, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. I love Essex. Yeah, it's a good part of the world, mate. It's a good part of the world. We met at a Costa Coffee in Essex. Yep. Well, we yeah. actually met on a forum, but... Yeah, okay, well, that actually was my first question for you before we got into the podcast actually tell us about yourselves and how you met okay yeah i've already said this story a few times this weekend to people but these guys will know uh we met on a forum on a star wars forum mm -hmm. uh this gentleman uh he's he, he created a thread saying where in the world are you from and uh, it turned out long story short it turned out we worked and we knew each other from the forum like i recognized his username we worked a few meters away from each other. That's fate. In, in different offices. Yeah, on the same road. Surely. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's the force, my friend. The force. The force at work. Yes, it is. And you all know these guys, I imagine. Yeah, there we go. Got some fans in the audience. The beautiful. Noise for the fans. Please. Look at them. Look at them. We love them. Okay, so how did the idea for the podcast come together? How, how long into your friendship was that, and kind of what's the genesis of it? Um, well, I used to do, I still do, movie podcasts. I love films. I like to write and talk about films. Same, my friend, same. I'm you with get you. it, this guy. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to talk Star Wars, but I hadn't met anyone, and I thought, you're, I could vibe with you, we could talk about this uh, galaxy far, far away, and have a laugh doing it. And then when I realised this guy was around the corner, we met up, had a cup of coffee, a few of them. Um, <laughs> so I just said to him, do you want to do, like, three episodes about each era talk star wars mm. kind of one and done we'll call it the star wars sessions yeah and then it's done with so it took about i don't know a couple of months of going back and forward to the coffee shops we got it done and then what six months later i got a message from this guy should, should, should we do a few more should we, should we get going should we do some more <laughs> get the bug yeah and people, there were people who uh, commented on the post asking if we were doing it again so it, was, it seemed natural, and five years later, week five after years. week, we're still here. Five years, that's five amazing. Years. So it's a weekly podcast. Uh, the obvious question is, of course, you talk about Star Wars, but kind of what, what topics? Yeah, actually, let's walk it back a little bit to that, because you said the, the first series was about the, I guess, the, the three generations of Trilogy, movies. Yeah, 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 tell yeah. us about those and kind of what went into making those podcasts, because that's quite a lot of ground to cover. I suppose so. so it, uh, simply, we would dedicate one episode to the prequel trilogy, mm -hmm. another episode to the originals, and another episode to the Disney-era content. And then kind of what continued it was, I think around May 2018, June 2018, um, you know, the Han Solo film came out. Yeah. Which was, uh, you know, a massive success. Solo fan. We got some Solo fans. We have got yeah, solo fans. Yeah, we do. Eh? You yeah, like a bit solo. Not a solo clap. Come on, we need more clap. You know. Solo needs more love because I want a sequel. Then you're, like, you're you're one of those people. I'm yes. one of those. <laughs> people. Okay. Do you, we, do you not we, want a sequel? No, no. We were. I would say we were solo sequel people, and we kind of 
have revised our thoughts a little bit. I'm, I'm not anti it, but I, I just feel like at the moment, uh, resources and time and, you know, cinematic schedules could be better spent elsewhere in Star Wars. That's Ooh, right. We'll get round to, I've got a question about that. We'll get round to that later. Right. Yeah, go on, your, your comment. Yeah, no, I'm with him on that. I think the more that time has gone past, and you see why they are focusing on new projects and new characters to then go back and kind of pick up the threads of a film which a film which was a lot of fun yeah. but commercially and critically wasn't overly well received which is a shame which is a shame yeah. but it's been what five years now so for them to go back and they've been covering it in other mediums in comics and books and that so they kind of getting that out of the way there, so I don't think they will do. I can see them absorbing the story into other stories. Mm. I just can't imagine they're ever going to say, here is Solo 2. I just right. can't imagine them doing it straight up like that. I'm going to remain optimistic. <laughs> we like optimism, mate. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing I mean, wrong with that. Be, as a Star Wars fan, you have to be optimistic. You do, you do, you do, you do. Well, and that's, that's part of it. But then, I just feel like um, Star Wars is in, a, it, it's, in the last, you know, few years we've seen that they can do really different things. They can do really different shows. Andor is a great example of that. It's not yeah. for everyone. It wasn't yeah. written to be for everyone. It's not filmed to be for everyone. True. And yet it is, you know, arguably one of the best things to ever come from the IP. It's different. And and I think Disney Plus kind of it, it, it gives that sort of more experimental storytelling, you know, yeah, platform, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah, there is a platform. Yeah. How far back does your love of Star Wars go? Because obviously we know the genesis of the podcast, but how far back for you both does your, your passion for this universe go? Wow. Um, I, I, wow. I don't think, I don't think <laughs> I remember an explicit time where there wasn't much Star Wars in my life. And I think one of my earliest memories was uh, when I was a kid, I lived in the West Country and I'd come and visit my nan and granddad uh, in Essex. I'm pretty sure like Boxing Day, there was always a Star Wars film on. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure, and I think, yeah. I think my earliest memory, and this is maybe the lead up to the Phantom Menace, um, was Return of the Jedi, C-3PO, R2, walking toward Jabba's palace. Like that is ingrained in my head, you know. So I, it, it's it's a bit of an out there answer, but I suppose it's always been there. Whether it's merchandise, it's just visually so recognisable. And whether it's me as a wee lad like going in the shops and seeing like little uh, bits of like sweet tubs with a Yoda head on it or yeah. a Jar Jar head on it or something, <laughs> so you know, that's just in that's in my head, you know. And yeah, so I suppose always, I and mean, it's always had iterations, and yeah, so that's kind of a short, long answer. I don't know. They I love a short, long answer. Uh, for me, I, I remember my very first time I've ever seen. I've said it on the show before. Uh, my, my brother will attest, my, my dad was asleep in his chair, I was only a kid, and it was like BBC Two or something like that. Empire Strikes Back, and it was Yoda and Luke yeah, just sitting there on Dagobah Bar in the mist, and I'm about seven or eight, I've got no idea what's going on. It looked a bit scary, it looked a bit weird, but that, that's my first memory of it. And then 97, the special editions, yeah. when they came out, we saw those, and then when the prequels came out, I remember going to see that with my parents, and then once the prequels were done, after all the backlash and all that kind of hoopla, until Rick Disney really took over, there was always that interest, but you know, new interest took over. And when Disney took over, I think for a lot of people as well, kind of reignited that passion or that, yeah. that need. You don't, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And yeah. then when you realize it's back, you can go back and almost kind of 
retroactively look at like the prequels who at the time I remember thinking they're good but wish I wish I could have a bit more from them now I look at them I love them I love them um, so it's like Luke said it's always been there kind of in bits and styles but now it's so consistent in terms of all again so constant that we can get something as weird and bonkers as the book of Boba Fett and something as wonderful as Andor uh, and then you've got Kenobi, Mando, new films coming. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. So for me, and I know everybody agrees to this, it's the best time to be a Star Wars fan now. For me. I, yeah, I think so, because there's so much available. But but I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe and bearing in mind we we haven't I mean, this could go for the rest of the day last best day. Thoughts? Yeah. On those generations of movies. So, thoughts on the prequels? Because that's probably the most controversial question to ask. Is, is it? I don't know. I, um, he's off. I, he's off. I think it's a mixed reaction. Well, we, you're, I mean, we are arguably, uh, I think we're more of a Star Wars fan in ourselves because of the prequels. Oh, there we go. Right? Yeah. Like, would we be here if it weren't for the prequels? Probably not. So, you know, and I think um, Star Wars as, as a franchise has that ability to have iterations, to have generations, you know. Yes, that Phantom Menace trailer said, you know, every every generation oh, wow. has a legend, you know. Yeah. And if you go to Star Wars convention, Star Wars celebration, which was in April in, in, in yeah, London, you know, it, it, there, there has definitely been a shift on, you know, who's the most popular person at those conventions now well okay it used to be Mark Hamill it used to be Harrison Ford it used to be Carrie Fisher recently, you know. yeah. now it, it is you know love it or hate it it is Hayden Christensen it is Ewan McGregor yeah. it would be Natalie Portman because there's that bit there's been that shift and you know just to add to that I think that yeah that's what's going to happen to the sequel trilogy that's what's going to happen to the Mandalorian and if you oh, wow. if, if you don't think that well at the moment at the moment history would say different right yes yeah. history repeats itself the same thing is going to happen so yeah so you would I mean in, in the truest sense of a true Star Wars fan you consider it all amazing is there is there do you have some questions about like oh, you know, some of it's like we, we are very that. balanced which is what we pride ourselves on is that yes if there's anything we love we love it and we love Star Wars <laughs> yeah but we are very aware that there are flaws throughout every single film yeah every piece of animation every book comic whatever it, it's not perfect and that is part of the charm is yeah. that it's not perfect and when you start to really kind of nitpick and get into the minutiae it, it falls apart very quickly just like any other major IP or major story the magic is the mystery and the weirdness that it brings. We were watching Return of the Jedi the other day. Got and, and in Jabba's palace, you've got different aliens. You've got a massive space slug. You've got um, dancing sort of like fleas and gnats and all that. And we're trying to work out why do we like this? <laughs> like, what is it about this? What, what, what are we doing? But there's something about it, and we know it's not perfect. And even the new things they're bringing out, they're not perfect. They're not all going to win. But there's so much of it now that there's going to be something for everyone. Um, and like the sequels, lots of people seemingly don't enjoy them. We do like them. Yeah. We know that the further they go into them, the story starts to fall away a little bit. Yeah. And for a lot of fans, it comes down to the nostalgia as well. Like yeah. There's a time that we, I remember where I was when those films came out, Luke as well, what you go through and where you are. And that, that means a lot as well. And, it also comes down to the execution of them as well. So, yeah, but yeah, I need a drink, lads. But yeah, no, they're 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 flawed, but we love them all the same. <laughs>
yeah, I would, um, I would, I would echo that. You know, we we um, we don't think everything's perfect because not everything is perfect. The originals weren't perfect. That's very true. You know, um, but also we 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 happily accept that. I think we were we were saying yesterday. You know, a very divisive Star Wars film or pop culture film in general is The Last Jedi, and you know, we yeah. we, we we actually it's not my favourite. I've come round to it more. I don't think the humour's very good, but you know, who's to say if like someone else down the street thinks like they, oh, the humour's fantastic in it? I laughed at it. Well, okay, they found it funny. I didn't. You know, that's life, and I think that's you know, it's it's reflection of society that you you have to be. Oh, I love it, ten out of ten, or oh no, it's you know, it's 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 rubbish. It's a one out of zero out of ten. You know. And we, what we try to do, even with each other, even when we disagree with each other, just find maybe a middle ground, find some nuance. If you don't like it, fair enough, but back it up. Yeah. Yeah, explain why. Yeah. And, and people aren't always doing that nowadays. And even ourselves, maybe we catch ourselves not doing it always. And we have yep. to kind yep. of, you know, remind ourselves, hang on, you know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Yep. You know, it makes for interesting. It, it must make for interesting conversations with other fans as well because of those kind of differences in opinions. And hopefully, they don't turn into arguments. But it, it makes for interesting debate, doesn't it? An interesting conversation. Yeah, it does. And there's so much because there's so much of it out there now to talk about. And like we said, not all of it's perfect, and we all have different opinions on it. As long as, as long as you can actually have a, a an actual debate and have a bit of fun and come out at the end of it and still be mates or still at least be on the level, then. That's what it's all about, and especially these new films or the prequels. We've met many fans who don't just refuse to give the prequels time of day, mm. and we'll always kind of say, oh, "What? What is it about? Why not? What? You know, elaborate maybe." I just don't like them. They're, they're too CGI. You can't really argue with it. So there's no there's no debate to be had there. So, like Lukey Boy said, as long as there's kind of a bit of nuance and there's a little bit of friendly back and forth, then it, it, that's how it should be. It's fine because. Why, why would you risk having an argument about something like yeah, that? So, yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, we, we've had friendly debates across the last five years with, with each other and with other fans at conventions and for him, like down the coffee shop probably as well. So, yeah, <laughs> he'll, he'll argue yeah. with anyone anyway. So come on, who shot first? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> that's a funny one. Who shot my, I, it, my, my personal opinion is I don't really care. Uh, not, not really bothered who shot that's like I, I get the you know really the harm thing is cooler I, I prefer the harm thing but but the grit like I get why George did it because George is like retroactively saying and that's the issue with someone like Georgie boys he's you know there's there's a saying that an artist is never truly finished yeah like, he says so, himself a lot right? I mean yeah Michelangelo yeah. said it you know a lot of people yeah. said that their works are never truly finished right and I think if, if you've got the technology and you own your own company Lucasfilm yeah. he was able to go yeah I do what I want if I want to go edit my own films do what I want and I don't did. have to go through it and he did so but the Greedo thing you know I get I get you know but I prefer other changes you know we were talking about this yesterday Hayden Christensen as the ghost at the end of Return of the Jedi yeah. I think is absolutely sensational I think that's a great change um, the, 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 the song choice the, the, there are other changes though you know the song choice in Return of the Jedi that kind of sucks in my opinion Okay, but I can still, but I can still like it. I can I like still that. like it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I like that. Cheers, mate. Harm shot first. Oh, thank you. That's it. It's all I've got to say. Anyone else on the harm shot first, boy? Yeah
Who, who are your, an obvious question, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Who are your favourite characters and why? Have you, do, do you have a specific character that you're drawn towards each? Um, Ray from the new films. Yeah. Uh, for a variety it's of reasons. Nothing. But um, <laughs> but no, I, I really like her character. I like her story. I don't think it's a, a carbon copy of Luke's. It starts off similarly, you know, orphans in a sand planet, but the trajectories are far different for me. Um, could the development have been better in the story writing? Yes, but mm. I like her character. Outside of that, I like the character of Han. I, for me, I like the character of somebody who shoots first, asks second. Yeah. In that kind of scum and villainy world, I think that works so well. Prequels, uh, come on, prequel only one. Come oh, on, the meme machine. Sure. The meme machine. So, uh, Ray, Han, and prequel Obi Wan for me. Um, I'm going to go for the very solid choice of uh, 1999's Watto. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I love I love a bit of Watto. Um, you know, it's I find it relatable. I find it relatable. <laughs> you, uh, uh, relatable how? Mind tricks don't work on him. Yeah, mind tricks. <laughs> only money, mate. And you yeah. sell junk? Uh, uh, how does this work? <laughs> Maybe. Come up to Essex, mate. You might find out. Um, no, I, 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 the boring answer, um, but for me, uh, it's just really personal. I really like Luke's story, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Um, just because. You know, uh, he's a little bit of a negative Nelly. You know, he's a little bit of a moaner, but ultimately he sees Hopi. You know, I like how there's a point that um, there's a meme that goes around that like Luke just kind of just believes in the Force. You know, like he asked Han Solo in the original, like you don't believe in the Force. He, I mean, this kid's just learned about it for five minutes ago, right? Yeah. But I think there's a misinterpretation there that well, he he understands the Force has been in his life for a long time. Yeah, and yeah, I like that Luke is a believer, right? He, he, he believes and yet he still fails and that's continued and even though I've had my own issues with it, that, that theme, or thematically, that story really continues and is, is, is expanded upon in The Last Jedi. Yeah. That idea of belief and maybe losing faith and I, I, I find that really, really relatable on it. It's, it's kind of enriched that story. It makes it a lot more human. And maybe for some people, and again, I understand this, maybe they don't want that realism in their Star Wars, but I find it quite relatable. Quite, I, I find it quite realistic, that idea of, you know, um, I think expressions like a crisis of conscience, you know, like yeah. with your own faith, with your own kind of life. and. Yeah, it's, it's, it's deep. If, if you scratch the services, you know, there's more to Star Wars than the stupid Wattos and the Jedi, you know. <laughs> and, but that's it, that's what the franchise is so good at. You know, yeah. there's not many franchises that can do that, and there's not many franchises that have been relevant in the 70s, in the 80s, Correct. in the 90s, Correct. in the 2000s, in the 2010s, and now in the 2020s. There's, not a, there's no other one. There's only Star Wars that's been that relevant. I want to talk about your... Uh collections because they must be monumental uh, so, uh, so let's talk about some of your prized Star Wars merch items and uh, exactly how much money has Star Wars cost you over the years right I'll get mine out of the way because it's a lot shorter I can say this with in good conscience I'm not really a collector okay I like tap so I, I love a mug like a, oh, a, a mug from like yeah. 1999 or something like that um, a big one. A, a, like a big Fortuna mug from Return of the Jedi. That's cool. It's like it's a so T-shirt good. and things like that. I've got, I've got a few figures, but nothing which I think glasses um, valuable. Uh, I, you know, I like, I like ship models. 
uh, 3D printed ones, uh, helmets, stuff like that, but I don't really have any. I haven't got space or the money. I've spent more money like, getting around and going to see Star Wars things and doing things yeah, more experience. than kind of buying it. Because um, if I start with my personal, I won't stop. I'll buy a couple of figures. I think I'll, I'll, get, I'll get the rest to get a collection going. I haven't got that one. I'll get that one. Oh, I needed someone to partner. I can't do it. It still would be very dangerous. <laughs> so I can say in good faith, I'm not really a huge collector. Now I'll let Luke explain this. He, he, was, he, he used to say he's not a collector, but... Okay. I, I think for a long time I was in denial. <laughs> like in the podcast oh, for a good like year or two, maybe more, I went, I'm not a collector, but I went and got out like a pair of the force figure from like a shop near us called Nerd Base, which is an independent shop independent if you can. Give them a plug. Amazon will destroy all your local comic book shops and stuff, you know, but I, I don't mind a bit of Amazon, but still. <laughs> you have got balance. Anyway, anyway, no, I I um I really like Power of the Force figures. There's a gentleman up there who has an outstanding Power of the Force collection. They were the figures, the really beefy ones, the like steroid. I remember yeah. them. Yes. Um, I really like them because they were out when I was a kid, and that's it really. And I like a lot of the modern stuff. And so when you say how big, I I don't want to think about monetarily how much it's worth or how much I've neither spent on wife. it. Yeah, neither does my other half. But she's an enabler, so I don't know if that's healthy or not. But she's happy with my little hobby. <laughs> um, yeah, but I like I like Star Wars collecting. There's levels to it. But yeah. Which brings me nicely around to my next question, which actually, um, we've kind of touched on this across the, the course of the talk, but what does being a Star Wars fan mean to you personally and how has it impacted your life overall in some way? Oh. Um, we've got a while. That's naughty. That's naughty. That's naughty. That's naughty. That is, that is naughty. That's a deep, deep question. I think, so. like what I said, Star Wars, to me, it feels like it's always been there. Yeah. Um, it's been there through really good times, you know, whether it was at my wedding and while people were eating, I played Victory Celebration yes. from Return of Jedi in the background. And As some, you should. Some people are like, what's that you know what's the noises and that and then the people that knew they knew and you know that's a really good feeling um and i, I think for also the downs you know when when you have you know trouble in life when it, you know i lost family members um it would always be like in the winter and you know in my head the truth is let's say if i lost someone you know a month in, in november in my head was oh well at least star wars comes out this month right yeah and yeah, yeah. it's it's it feels like it's just always been present it's been therapeutic it's and 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 because of its deeper meanings because of the law it creates and you know the things it's it's comforting so there's something very warm about it it feels like family it feels like it's a lifestyle yes that sounds yeah. probably very unhealthy but it's <laughs> um yeah it's just always been there and I, I i adore it really and i get to meet like i've met so many more friends because of it we get to go to places like this because of it and that's magical i think yeah and it has the best fans right yeah. well my, my answer is pretty much piggybacking off the back of lukey boys there that it's the, the, the community and the friends and the like-minded people you can meet along the way. And yeah, coming to a place like Portsmouth, the, the Comic-Con, being able to do stuff like this, being able to meet some of the artists, creators and other fans. But just the community that it fosters is, has been 
an awful lot of fun to be a part of. And you do make some really good friends out of it, like this guy here, like everyone out there. And it is the memories as well. I, I remember <laughs> the day that my daughter was born. Um, I got woken up early. I thought it was time. It wasn't. Okay, so I'll put the Force Awakens on to pass the time. And as, and as soon as that film finished, then it was time to go. So now I look at the Force Awakens and think, oh, I mean, it's the last thing I watched before my daughter was born. Um, it's funny how the timing was just about right to fit that film in. Um, but it's, it's a little bit, things like that I think of as well. But honestly, the, it's the, the, the fans, and I don't want to use the word real fans, but it's the ones who turn up, who enjoy yeah. it, who take it for what it is and just want to have fun and get involved and get stuck in with that and then go home and do adult stuff or do, you know, other stuff and it doesn't take over them. Not the internet ones. <laughs> not those guys. Yeah, not those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about, let's go back around your podcast actually and how we can find out more about it, where can we hear it, what, what's the deal? You can listen to it on any podcast platform, so Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, we've got a website, starwarsessions.co.uk, mm -hmm. so all the links are on there as well, you can listen to it on there, uh, we, have a, we also have a Patreon as well, for people who want to support the show further, yeah, yeah. but we drop shows weekly, 8 o'clock every week, UK time, In, uh, this, this week's show is, I think going to be covering Portless Comic Con, so this will probably yeah. be on there, but... Yeah, 8 o'clock UK time every Wednesday, and we also have other shows we drop uh, periodically as well, don't we, mate? Yeah, Collector's Guild, uh, about collecting, which uh, I do with uh, the beautiful Dave Dunn, who's Ooh. not here, he has lovely knees. Um, Excellent, good to know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, lovely knees. No, we do everything, and yeah, it's it's just a joy. So yeah, or just search us on uh, social media, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. TikTok, just search Star Wars Sessions, and we will be there. So, yeah. And what have you, how have you found Portsmouth awesome Comic Con? Just to kind of come back around to that and, and your weekend and how's it been? Uh, it's been sensational. I think um, what, we, what we've taken from it is that it's very personal. You know, yes. you've got a very, everything has a personal touch, whether it's like people going for drinks, like the people who work here and artists here were like, oh, let's all go for a drink at the Guild Hall yeah. on, on, on the Friday night before the con. You know, or the building, it's very personal, it's, you, I, I think there's uh, authenticity to it that I, I really, really enjoy, so, um, but maybe in the future one or two more Star Wars guests, yeah. that'd be great, yeah, that'd be great, yeah, well, no, can, can right off, over there, long off Doctor so, Who, mate, just, yeah, long off Doctor yeah. Who, don't need that, <laughs> more, more Star Wars guests, thank you very much, thank you very much, fantastic, we've loved it, thank you for having us. That's been amazing, and you? Yeah, no, this is our first time down at Portsmouth Comic Con. We heard really good things about it last year, that this is an up-and-coming, kind of independent convention, and everything we've heard has been true. It's been a great time. Everyone here, from the organisers to the uh, guests, have been very welcoming, very chatty as well. Uh, it's just a very kind of earnest, very warm and family-friendly occasion where you can turn up, you know you're gonna have a good time, you get a few barbies as well and uh, there's a couple of pubs outside around the corner, so that's that always works. good for afterwards. But no, so I think it's, it's a really, really good up-and-coming war-run convention, uh, and we've been very pleased to have been invited here, and we've had a great time. And we've still got a few more hours to go. Perfect. Guys, it's been great to have you here. Thank you so much for coming. Matt Luke from Star Wars Sessions! Still here at Portsmouth Comic Con, and we're with a man who, we've danced around this man for a few conventions. We seem to be ships in night. 
We've wanted to speak to him for a long time. We've been very impressed by him. He's getting a big head as we speak now. Kavan Scott, say, how are you, mate? Well, I, I'm glad to finally meet the two weirdos who've been dancing around me at conventions. <laughs> I wondered who you were. I thought your tango was very impressive. That was, that was a seven from Lennon from here. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. No, for, watching Return of the Jedi, Jabba's Palace, we got a few moves from there. Always, always. Kavan, you're a man who's been working in Star Wars for a while now. Yep. Star Wars Adventures. Uh, Star Wars, uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin, the mm. uh, Destiny series, the ha uh, Halloween stories, mm -hmm. more so now the High Republic, yep. which is, I guess your bread and butter at the minute. It is, yeah. As a founder of the High Republic, mm -hmm. just for those who maybe are getting into it or for those who do love it, yep. or for, there are some out there who say, it's not for me. What, you know, what is the High Republic? How, is, how does it impact Star Wars? And having created an era, what does that mean to you? So Star Wars, The High Republic, is set 200 years before The Phantom Menace. Well, that's the beginning of it. We then move back a little bit further. Um, it's an entirely new era of, of Star Wars that actually wasn't really ex explored in the EU back in the day, which was, was great to find an era that we, we, you know, it was pretty much virgin territory. Mm. Um, it's a time where the Jedi are, well, they start it at their height, um, when they've been peacekeepers for a long time, ever since the Sith Wars. Um, they've been very good at their job. It is a galaxy at peace. And then they suddenly find themselves with an enemy coming up in the Nile who doesn't really care if they're Jedi or not and isn't impressed, you know. So they right. have a real challenge on their hands. Um, so, yeah, Nero, there's many Jedi. There's many characters. It's, a, it's an era where you, we've got a lot of... Um, Latitude to tell stories. We we don't really know what the Republic's like at this time. So a period of hope. We um, have described it like Camelot in a lot of ways, in both the American sense of that in the 1960s, where it's a time of great progress and also a time when some people weren't as happy as others, didn't feel so um, so valued in society. And also in the British sense of Camelot, of being the King Arthur, Golden, the Jedi Knights of the, of the Round Table. Um, for me personally, I mean, I'm a Doctor Who, sorry, a Doctor Who fan. I've done two panels today back to back, one about Doctor Who, one about Star Wars. I have now <laughs> no idea which one I'm talking about. And in one of them, I talked about Star Trek. So yeah, make, make that of you as well. Um, so anyway, as a, as a Star Wars fan from, of a kid, from reading the Star Wars Weekly Marvel comics, to be in this world is just incredible. You know, it's, it's literally a dream come true. I, you know, grew up with the Star Wars films, um, with the EU, with there's now legends. Um, the you know the the Tim Zorn novels, the the Dark Horse comics especially were majorly important to me. So to be right in this new era that is based primarily in books and comics, that's the thing that's important. We had panels at Celebration, three and a half thousand people turn up to talk about books. That's incredible. Amazing. You know that's that's what Star Wars is. Um, and and yeah, so I'm really happy to be working in this particular part of the galaxy. Well, you said mostly books and comics, mm. and obviously that was true basically was. not long ago, and now that's starting to change. Uh, and that was gonna be my question to you. Mm -hmm. uh, the High Republic, it's not just books and comics no. now. Uh, recently, Jedi Survivor, yes. a lot yeah. of that story is the High Republic. Yep. And now we've got a TV show on the way next year, The mm. Acolyte, which, which, if I'm being honest, just to show some clarity, mm. I wasn't super excited for before Celebration. Mm. At the panel, Lucasfilm panel, at Celebration, yep. I'm sold. Les Leslie Headland, the team, the pitch, the trailer that we saw, it, yeah. it just, I yeah. think it actually is one of most, my most anticipated Star Wars projects, right? It's gone from kind of near the bottom yeah, to yeah, one yeah. near the top. So this whole era 
suddenly it's it's, it's so much bigger, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Well, as, absolutely. As, as a founding daddy of this <laughs> era, the High Republic, yeah, yeah. how does that feel to go, oh my days, they're making like huge blockbuster shows. It's incredible. Incredible. I mean, and how seeing, involved are you in that? Well, we're, we're, we're you know, depending on the project, you know, there is, we haven't got a lot of time other than the books and the comics to work on anything else at the minute, you know, but we are, you know, involved with, Leslie has talked to us about certain things, it's incredible. I mean, we were blown away to see gold robes, you know, yeah. on, on, you know, on, so good. On, so on good. the screen. And of course, the other thing is, remember, that we talk about, we have got a TV show to come. We've got a TV show on right now yeah. in Young Jedi Adventures, yes. which is slap bang course, in the middle yeah, of the, yes. of the High Republic era. So to see that world exploding in this and we have got you know Acolyte's going to be a very different kettle of fish Mm -hmm. to the Young Jedi Adventures but there's an entire generation now are going to be introduced to Star Wars in the High Republic that's incredible and for me I love it that we've got an entire you know we've got a world now where we have books for kids we have now a TV show for really young kids we have comics for kids we have comics for adults Um, yeah I mean Lucasfilm is really good at keeping us all together, but they're also really good at expanding it. So there, there have been things that have a surprise to us. Um, there's been things we know are coming. And so it's great because it's all still part of that same tapestry. And yeah, it means that now we're starting to think, oh, if we're doing this, how is that affected? Because we know the Acolyte's coming, you know? So it are. does Amazing. keep changing. It's a living document. It's a living story. And we've said right from the beginning, we know where this is all ending. We know where the High Republic ends. Did you go to any of the sets for the Acolyte? while Because it, it's filmed like in Reading in the UK, right? Time will tell. It, it always does. <laughs> and this guy. Yeah. I mean, I can't. There, there are things I can't talk about. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's... I, I'm, I'm blown away. And I, 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 we were... Awesome. When Leslie came on with the... With the Acolyte Wookiee at the opening yes. panel and she turned to him and said for light and life that's it we had no idea that was coming at that point and we all just were we, none of us could sort of speak for a bit because we know light and life has a part in it obviously but to hear it slap bang in the middle of the opening ceremony a celebration you know, a celebration well, on the stage with Kathy standing beside it was just like yeah we, this we did is, that if it wasn't real before yeah it's, it's arrived that's the thing we, we know things are happening. Mm. There are conversations that happen. We saw it on a screen. That makes it real in yeah. a way that, you know, we saw right. it, you know. And the first time, the we hadn't seen the trailer until then, you yeah. know, because they wanted us, our reaction to be, as, you know, the same as Genuine, everyone else's, yep. you know. And yet, we, we knew Vern. We knew all that business yes. was going on. But that got a huge pop seeing Vernestra yeah. when yeah. she came in. And it shows, I mean, the popularity of the High Republic, the cosplayers we see at conventions now, yep. it's really, really growing. Now, you say, and I believe you, you know where the High Republic ends. The, mm. the Luminous Five, everybody involved knows how yep. it ends. Obviously, we had Phase One, which was set a couple of hundred years before the Phantom Menace. We've now gone back in time for Phase Two, and Phase Three is going to wrap it up. Mm. What, can you t- what, can, what can fans look forward to in the final phase, and how sad are we all going to be <laughs> when they all die or by the end of it? Will they though? Maybe. Who knows? Um, we're going to re-enter a galaxy that is very different to how we left it. Um, we, I, we knew it was going to be a risk doing what we did. So I don't want to give too much, too many spoilers for people who have yet to encounter it. But phase one ends where you expect a film to be right in the middle of. You know, it's the darkest day. 
And right. we did that very much on purpose. And a lot of people going, well, 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 that can't be the end of the story. It's like, it's not. But now we return to it a year later and we're seeing how the characters that who are left are picking up the pieces. Um, and that's the exciting thing for, before, for writers to see how people are so, so intensely into these characters. They want to know. The question we get asked time, where's Burry? Is Burry okay? Well, time will tell. It always does. Is, is Burry okay? Time will tell. It always does. <laughs> just, on, just on that, to kind yeah. of interject, who is your favourite character that you've written as well? Oh, it's so hard. Keeve is there. I mean, Keeve and Skier from the Marvel Comics series. I'm now back writing um, Keeve. She, so she survives. We know that. We've known that all the way through. Um, but to write her again, it's the thing I now can pick up. Mm. It feels to me like between Empire and Return of the Jedi, the moment you see Luke, you realise that stuff's happened. You know, Luke is not the same person right. as right. he was at the end, of, from the costume and everything. And so the geek, the Return of the Jedi geek in me is geeking out the fact that we're now got, we've got that little break. And these characters have all changed. It's my favourite, by the way, Return of the Jedi. Well, that yeah. is my favourite of all the Star Wars films. It's the best one. It's the um, feel-good film of the year every year. Exactly. Yeah. I used to say for ages, oh, yeah, Empire Strikes <laughs> Back is my favourite film. Because nah. it's great. Yeah. But then I was but like, yeah, hang on. What do I actually pull from the shelf to watch? What do I always think about? What do, how many bits of Ewok art have I got on my wall? <laughs> Obviously, Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star yeah. Wars book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was 10. Yeah. And when you're 10, Return of the Jedi is the coolest thing in the world. There are eight, the universe is bigger because of Return of the Jedi. Re oh. Empire Strikes Back is a very human film. I'm loving this. Return of the no, Jedi. No, no. Empire, you Empire is like my beyond. head. Yeah. My head says Empire. Heart. My heart it's says always Jedi. Return of Jedi. And it's like that ending, man. I, we, did, we literally did last week's episode on Jedi. Yeah. It's, it's my favourite yeah. ending of a saga ever. <laughs> you know. And that leads me to my last question. Yes. Because we've, we know you're very busy. You're, you're very popular. Um, favorite, it says all the right things. Favourite. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Uh, favourite Star Wars film and favourite Star Wars TV show. But I don't want you to include an, an original trilogy oh. film. Right? Oh, So include hard. the prequels, or sequels and spin-offs. What, what really stands I, out I to you? I really struggle with like doing favourites. Um, or maybe maybe top, again, it depends top on two. the mood. Okay. You know, if I'm in a Return of the Jedi mood and someone says you cannot put on Return of the Jedi, That's I will reach for Solo because Solo Ooh. is a romp. Yeah. Solo is just fun. It's a Lucas film, isn't it? Yeah. In every it's way, it's an adventure story. You know, and, and Star Wars is adventure. Yeah. Um, if I want something a bit more challenging, Rogue One or Last mm. Jedi. Rogue, because, Rogue One know, is number one. Yeah, because they make you question the mythos they make you question the story they take it in different places that I wouldn't have taken it myself or expected it to go and I love that I absolutely yep. love that depth um, TV show well obviously Ewoks what we're talking about you know it's, it's the best, <laughs> best thing ever, but seriously Ewoks um, <laughs> I loved Andor I thought Andor mm, was yes. just there was a moment in Andor when they said there's a, a craft coming in and you heard the TIE fighter thing. I was like, oh, I'm watching Star Wars. Yeah. Because it, it, it was a war story. It was like, I got so lost in the drama of the people. And they sprinkled forgot, little bits in. They stripped everything away. Mm -hmm. And then you got a TIE fighter. And I was like, every drama show needs a TIE fighter at some point. <laughs> um, and yeah, and so Andor is, I think, a work of genius. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, Again, there are elements of Obi-Wan that will have my heart forever. They, you know, I love all those things. My kids adore Rebels, and I love Rebels yeah. for that. Yeah. Because Rebels, Stunning. was the, I spent years trying to get them to watch Star Wars. They didn't have 
any interest whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And then they came and went, Daddy, is this that Star Wars thing? <laughs> and I had not seen Rebels. I had not seen anything about Rebels, really. And I walked in, saw it. It was the first episode they were repeating. And I was like, this is the most Star Wars thing I've seen yeah. in years. Yeah. And, um, mm -hmm. and it became our family show. So we sat down every week mm. and, watched, and watched Rebels. I love it. That's it. Yeah. So that I would say, yeah, let's go for Rebels. After Rebel. Ewoks. What a choice. Well, Kavan, the butcher of the High Republic. <laughs> We've got everyone's going to die. Mm. He didn't say that disclaimer. Uh, Kavan, it's been so great to finally get you on the show. We'd like to say it won't be the last time because I think we can talk for hours. Well, about I want to see more dancing. I want to see a, a we'll Pasadena Bay next, or maybe a uh, maybe a Foxtrot. Yeah, we might just do it in a minute by your stand. Yeah. All right, or the worm. Uh, just do fair, the worm across you, the floor. Oh, you want you want customers, so we probably shouldn't. <laughs> but thank you so much, thank my you. friend. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you very much. Hello, hello. Hello there, yes, General Kenobi, very good. As a, as a Saints fan, it is an honour to be here in Portsmouth for all of you. Brilliant, good start mate. Out of the way. Um, my name is Luke, uh, and this is Matt. And we, we do a little podcast, it's called Star Wars Sessions. We say we are probably Britain's uh, greatest Star Wars Probably. Podcast. Probably. And today we're going to do a little quiz. How well do you guys know your Star Wars? Well, that's good because we are going to need some volunteers throughout this to come up on stage, and also if you guys wouldn't make it as much, wouldn't mind making as much noise as possible, that would really help us out. Look at these guys! A round, round of applause for Joker Squads. There we go. Right. Come on up. Okay. Okay, so what we're going to do, maybe to show you guys how it's done, to show you guys what we're doing today, we're going to test the quiz with one of these beautiful people, okay? So, uh, Mr. 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 Dan, do you want to come forward? Come on up, Danny boy. Round of applause for Dan, look at this guy. Oh, sorry, what's your actual Star Wars name, your in-universe name? Captain Tash. General Merrick. General Merrick, everyone. Gen General Merrick, okay. Alright, okay. And Matty Boy. Should I should I kick off the quiz? You do the question. I'll give you a mic, uh, General Merrick. Good luck with it. Okay. Right, everyone play along. I don't want anyone to give him give him answers, but if he's struggling, he can ask for clues. We can do 50-50 like a popular TV show, okay? So, Dan. Dan. Right. According, according to the Office of National Statistics in the UK and Ireland, how many babies have been named Anakin since the year 2000? Zero. Zero. Good answer. Good answer. Five. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with uh, 27. 27. Audience, do you think that's higher or lower than 27? How many Anakins? Higher, lower than Higher, okay, they, they would be right, it is a bit higher. I'll give you another chance. Nice and close, nice and 17. Very, get, getting close. It was 132, did anyone get that? Yeah, yeah, you're a liar, right. On to the next one, what was the name of the stolen Imperial ship that Han, Luke and Leia used to get to Endor in return of the Jedi? Shuttle Tiberium. Yes. 
Amazing. Come on. Yeah. Amazing. Good lad. So, so on, at the moment, you've got one out of three. This is your last question, though, then. And this is your chance to win a prize. The prize is a hug from Matt. Take that. Um, Take that. Including Jedi, Sith, droids, and assorted aliens. How many limbs have been lost in the Skywalker saga? How many limbs have been lost in the Skywalker saga? What are you saying, Dan? What are you saying? I'm looking to my panel of my help. Yeah. Help. The goodies and the badies, yeah. What are you saying? Come on, what are you saying? Come on. I think it's four. 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 Never trust that Jedi. Higher or lower? Four. Okay. The audience should be right. I don't think I don't think your friends are helping you that well, mate. Yeah, go on. What would you say? Ignore that. Twelve. 12. My friend, it is higher. It was 23. 23 limbs. 23 limbs. Dan, you're out, mate. You do not get a hug. You do not get a hug. I'd like to say well done, Dan, but... Can I have a simple Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you can have a come on, mate. Oh, oh Right. Now is the time when we do need someone from any one of you to come up on stage and answer some ridiculously unorthodox questions. Right. You pick, Lukey boy. Okay. We will have the cap, kid. Up here, please. And uh, what's your name, mate? Archie. Archie. Random applause for Archie. Very brave. Lightsabers are dangerous. Right. <laughs> okay. According to the Office of National Statistics in the UK and Ireland, how many babies have been named Revan since 2004? Oh, where are you? Yeah. 120. Yeah. Oh, right. Let's go to Weatherspoon. Yeah. Higher, lower? Yeah, I'm in do they reckon lower? Love you. Not, so much lower than 120. What are you thinking? Go on. 25. 25, mate. Look at the that. Because the answer is 30. So within five, 30. Wait, who's making their baby ribbons? Not having a ribbon. Um, yeah. Here we go. Oh, wow. Good luck with this one. In in the holiday special, what is the name of Chewie's weird dad? Now, for, does anyone know the answer to that here? Anyone know the reason? There are a few people. I'll give you a little hit for this one. Um, in, the, in the Simpsons, there's a cartoon, and it's the name of one of those cartoon animals. Someone, someone's got it. Um, what do these guys reckon? I'll, I'll I'll think it's itchy. Itchy, what are you saying, mate? That's great. It is itchy. Yeah. Well done. It's all myself. Good one, mate. Um, oh, here we go. Last one, mate. You've already won a prize, though. So don't worry about that. But this, what, this one's a prize. Han Solo completed the Kessler run in 12 parsecs. But how long was the Kessler run overall in parsecs? We did it in 12. How many parsecs was the whole thing? Um, 
Again, does anyone have any idea how many parsnips the Kessel run was? You might want to listen to uh, your dad say. 20? 20, you bang on the money. Yes, it is 20. Round of applause for this lad. Well done, mate. We'll get you your prize afterwards, mate. Come grab it. Amazing. Well done, mate. Well done. Right. Well done. Another cheeky volunteer, please. Right. We have another cap-wearing fellow over here. Come say hello. That's you. Yes. yes. In the group. Yes. Come. Come to the stage. Uh, round of applause for a person we do not know yet. What's your name, mate? I'm Alan. Alan. Thank you for coming up, matey. Uh, you might notice a theme here, people. According to the Office of National Statistics in the UK and Ireland, how many babies have been named Leia since 1996? I oh, look, they got opinions, mate. They got opinions. Yeah. What are you saying, mate? What are you saying? 300. 300. Higher or lower? Higher. Since 1996. Since 1996. Higher, it's higher, right? Higher, higher, higher. What? Okay, so it's higher than that, mate. What are you saying? I don't think you're going to get this. We've got Leia behind this car on the spot. What do you think, mate? What are you saying? 640. Higher or lower? Last time, audience. We've got some lows, we've got some highs. It is much higher, mate. It is 2,038 layers. Are there any layers here? I've never met someone. Yeah. I'm right answer. Well done, sir. Very good. What made C-3PO potentially unrecognisable in The Force Awakens in Episode 7? Do you remember? What made him unrecognisable? Leia wants to help you again. She's giving you hope. He had a red arm. He had a red arm. Well done. It's like you knew it off by heart. What was the name of the marshal that wore Boba Fett's armour in The Mandalorian? Does anyone know? Are, are, there, are there any? Is there any cosplays of him right now? He knows. Do you know for sure? Do you, do you know? Because if not, you might have to phone a friend, mate. Phone R RPD, whatever that stands for. I can't hear you, mate. But yeah, come, come over. Come over. I want it back. I want it back. Very good. He wants it back. Go on, mate. Go, go help your mate. Go help your mate. Thanks, mate. That's the correct answer, mate. Friends, we've just created a friendship right there. Friends forever. Very good, very good. Well done, mate. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Yeah, no, pleasure, mate. Fist bump. Bang. Okay. One more volunteer, please. Matty boy, over to you. I'm, I'm going to go up the top this time. LA Dodgers. I think it's LA Clifford, LA Dodgers. That's it, man in the hat. Come on down. We do have a thing for hats. So, so that's a deep breath, mate. You've got this. 
Okay, round of applause for volunteer. What's your name, mate? My name's Ryan. Ryan, what's your favourite Marvel movie? Oh, Spider-Man Homecoming, I think. I'll give you that, I'll give you that, mate. But we ain't talking about Marvel, are we? Um, right, mate. The theme continues for this. You look confident, you're ready. According to the Office of National Statistics, in the UK and Ireland, how many babies have been named Mace since 1999? Mace. We're going to go with... Have a name, right? 25. Higher or lower than 25 is 1999? Higher! Oh, this is an end. 1999, Mace. That's amazing, so far right. I will take 60. I'm going to have to take that as a final answer, mate. The answer is, astonishingly, 135 babies have been named Mace. Yeah, talking. I know. Alright, this question, this man asked me this question the other day. I didn't know the answer to it, so let's see if you can do better, my man. What, what major character, major character, was not originally going to appear in Return of the Jedi? Major character. You guys, you guys know? Layers all over it. Oh, Han Solo. That is, the, that's what I said. But it isn't the answer. But in the interest of fairness, we'll give you another, another go. Does anyone else know who was not originally intended to appear. Uh, someone said the right answer up there. Yoda. Yoda. Yes. Yoda Peck. Well done, mate. Yes, it was Yoda. Wasn't it the director? Apparently, he said, "Oh no, he's got to be in it." And that's how we got that big old state of our detour. Right. Final question then for you, mate. How many years after the Phantom Menace is Attack of the Clones set? In the universe, how many years have elapsed since the jewel of the face and Anakin drew that rat's tail and fancy Padme more? In, in universe, in universe, how many uh, years took place? I'm going to go for at least 12 years. Oh, what, what, wait, what do we say? Do we take it or do we get another one? Ten. Ten is the answer, yes, well done. Well done, everyone. Glad. You're a good man. Well done, mate. Cheers, mate. Amazing. One more volunteer, please. We have people. Oh, wow, we've got someone right at the top, waving with glasses. You say yes. Come down. He's coming from far down. So everyone cheer. It's given some encouragement to get here as soon as possible. What a legend. I know. What a man. Look. There we go. He's nearly here. I'll pick someone closer next time, I promise. Right. What's yeah, you are a big fake, mate. You are a big fake. Microphone. There we go. Uh, what what is your name? Ash. Ash. Welcome, Ash. Um, you might guess what the first question might be by now. According to the Office of National Statistics in the UK and Ireland, how many babies have been named Ayla? Ayla. Since 2005. Yeah. Double A Y L A. In the Star Wars prequels. What would you say, mate? I'm going to say about 20. 
120 A-list. Lower, higher, what are you saying? Lower. I think that was a lower, I think. I, I heard a lot of lowers. Okay, I've got about 100. Okay. I'm not sure if I'll give you that. I'm, I, I'll decide later. It's 83. There are 83 oh. Ailers. Next, how many engines does an X-Wing have? How many engines does an X-Wing have? You have a pilot right there, mate. Um, yes, apparently so, yeah. I'll say four, I'm going to say four. It is four, four engines. Well done, mate, well done, I love it. Uh, in the Clone Wars series, how many episodes does Chewbacca appear in? In the Clone Wars series. Oh, sorry. Did you watch Clone Wars? Did you watch Clone Wars? I've watched the Clone but I haven't watched all of Okay. Who, who here is a Clone Wars fan? We've got some Clone Wars fans. Uh, How many episodes do you reckon? How many? How? One. I'm seeing a one, I'm seeing a three, I'm seeing eight. <laughs> 138? No. Majority of people are saying three. Okay. Uh, you're going to go with three, my friends. That is sadly oh. not the right answer. It is one. It is one. Your friends over there knew. I'm so sorry, mate, but thank you for playing the game. Um, maybe next year. Thank you so much, Ash. Appreciate it, mate. And thank you for coming all the way out from the top of this. Amazing. Amazing. Who wants to come up the stage and prove they're smarter than we are? Oh, right here. In the green. Is this a duo? Is this a duo? Oh, you a duo? You both want to come up? Yeah. Come on, mate. Come on. You can come up with Round of applause, please. What what's, your name? what's your name, mate? John. John. And what's your, what's your little lad's name? Theo. John and Theo. Well, lad. You okay, mate? All these people. Right, well, you can probably guess what the first question is going to relate to. We're enough and not predictable, mate. According to the Office of National Statistics in the UK and Ireland, how many babies have been named Cassian since 2016? As in Cassian Ander. Since 2016, Cassian. You can ask any one of these guys if you want. 20, 2, 5, 5, Hello. How much? Obi-Wan right now. Apparently Obi-Wan's going to know. Obi-Wan knows. Let's go. She's about 22. 22 since 2016. Are we going higher or are we going to go lower? They're saying higher. I would listen to what they're saying. They're saying higher. So we're uh, saying, let's try 50 maybe. You're going to go 50? Yeah. Since 2016, the answer, mate, is 210. There are 210 Cassians in the UK. I've never met one, but they're out there. Alright, well let's get on to maybe, maybe this will be the one that gets you back on track. In Rogue One, what is the nickname that Galen Erso David's daughter, Jean. Come on. He's Stardust. Yes. Oh, he did it any time to get that one. Stardust. 
Yes, mate. Right. Maybe, maybe we get, maybe we want to get this one. You reckon you can get it? Right. In the Empire Strikes Back, which character said the line? I have a bad feeling about this. Which character said the famous line in one of the best Star Wars films out there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Han. Are you going to go to your final last? You don't want to ask any specific member of the audience behind you. Tom? Tom? Yeah, I'm going to sit with Han. Yeah. I am, but I'm fine. Princess Leia, mate. Yeah, we're almost done. Princess Leia. Yeah. 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 I think everyone said that line, it's so important. Everyone has said it. Even the droids said it in The Last Jedi, but he's yeah, Princess Leia. Like, yeah. Good shot, good shot. Good attempt, though, mate. You almost got that. Right, so thank you for coming up, fellas. And to you as well, mate. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Right, okay. We need another volunteer, please. Well, we've got lots of people. We've got lots of people. Who Someone over there, someone over there, okay. We've got the young lads over there in the vest. Yeah, that's you, mate. You're putting that Yeah, that's you. You're, you're on. You're on. Yep. Yeah, 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 you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you're coming down, mate. Yes, please. Here he comes. Round of applause, please. Round of applause. What's your name, mate? What's your name, mate? Bobby, welcome Bobby, welcome mate. Uh, are you a Star Wars fan? Okay, well my friend, let's test that. According to the Office of National Statistics of the UK and Ireland, how many babies have been named Sabine since 2015? Sabine. Okay. <laughs> 2000. 543. I like it. I like this guy. Uh, since 2015, higher or lower? They're all saying lower. I would listen to your entourage. What? What? So it's lower. What would you say? What? At least 1,500. What do you think, team? Higher or lower? Lower. It's lower, my friend. It is. I know. I know. It is lower. One more chance, go on mate, I know it's tricky, I know it's tricky. It's not as much as you think. Much lower, much lower. Yeah, double dish. How many? It is 46. Oh, I know, I know. But you can still redeem yourself, mate. Uh, which actor did not receive a voice credit for A New Hope until the special editions released in 1997? This guy wasn't even in the credits until 1997. Uh, why, where's that? Popular character, maybe. Well, maybe you need some help with that. So, is there, is there anyone? So, come up, come up, come up. You have a friend, you have a friend. Amazing. And what's the answer, mate? Darth Vader. Are you going to Darth Vader's voice? Do you think it's right? Do you think that's right? James L. Jones. James L. Jones. That's the right answer. Hey, amazing. 
Amazing, well done mate, good job, really really good job. Last question, in Star Wars Rebels, what is the name of the ship that belongs to the main crew? Have you seen Rebels? Oh, you've not seen it? That's the right answer. Amazing, two out of three, well done mate. Come see us after we've got a prize. We've got time for one more round of questions. Who's feeling saucy and wants to come up? Who's feeling Someone saucy? Someone up there is at you, right there in the black, waving the gloved hand. Literally, oh. I've never seen someone jump so quickly. Is it a Sith Lord? I don't know. Is it a Jedi? I'm not sure. Give him a round of applause. His kit is so good. Look at that. His kit is so good. Fantastic. That looks like someone um, who Obi has some beef with you. Obi one step forward, he's happy. I think there's a duel uh, needed. So you may need a jewel. I have a lot of high ground. Very good. And that's why he's here, people. <laughs> Name and are you ready for the quiz? I'm going to quickly just go on. Jackson. Jackson. How you doing, mate? Yeah. You hold that up to your mouth like a loud cow. Jackson. <laughs> According to the Office of National Statistics in the UK and Ireland, how many babies have been named Padme? since 2014. So in the last nine years, how many babies have been named Padme? 72? Now with this one, 72. 72. Are we going higher or lower in eight years? Lower. So it's lower than 72. What I will say is it's a lot lower than 72. There are babies out there called Padme. It's a lot lower than 72. 26. 26. We're hearing a lot of high numbers, mate. 16. 16. Go down. Go down a little bit lower. 12. The amount of little ones named Padme in 2014 is three. There are three babies. Good child, though. Good child. Here's another numbers-based question. I don't know if there's any out there in the audience, but in the fans of Menace, how many horns? The Star Paul has on his head. How many spikes on his eyes does he have? Eight. Ooh. Ooh. Eight in a bad shower. What are we saying? Eight? We're hearing eight, we're hearing six, we're hearing go up a little bit, we're hearing ten. Six or seven? Six or seven? Six or seven? A little bit higher than eight there, so it's a little bit. Uh, nine. Did he say ten? He said ten. I he said ten, it's ten, yes. Jackson, well done. I thought my hearing's going a bit, but I'm pretty sure I heard you say ten. And the final question, mate. Out of the uh, nine Skywalker Saga films, which of the Skywalker Saga has the longest runtime? Which movie is the longest out of all nine, mate? Which one do you think is the longest? This includes the credits. Does anyone here know? Yeah, the people of Sound of Sky. Anyone else other than the Rise of Skywalker? New Hope? Someone saying the last Jedi. Has anyone here? Is there any last Jedi fans here as well? Good. You got it right. The last Jedi. Lay in the rear as well. Jackson, mate, well done. The last Jedi, he will do. Absolutely. 
Got him, mate. Got him. Fantastic. Thank you to everyone who's played, who came on stage. If you if you won, come see us round the tent and you've won a little prize. Um, we are Star Sessions. We, re we release episodes every Wednesday. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, we are probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Uh, thank you so much for having us. Enjoy the rest Enjoy of your day. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank, thank you, folks. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 And thank you, Joker Squad. Joker Squad. Thank you. These guys must be so hot. So hot. Oh, yeah, let's take a selfie quick. If Where's everyone could just smile for a second. Right, everyone cheer. Everyone cheer in three, two, one. Whee! Thank, Thank you so you much. Okay. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Well, that fierce machine which we've just built, upon which we stood, has brought an end to the Senate and this episode of Star Wars Sessions. Uh, what a great weekend that was down in Pompey at Portsmouth Comic Con. Big shout out to the organisers down there, Kurt and the gang, alongside Scott and Dan from Joker Squad. They put on a hell of a show down there. Really great exhibition. We both really enjoyed the convention. The really cool indie vibe. Real good warm feeling, a loving feeling throughout his real passion to Portsmouth Comic Con. So we had a great time being down there. Thanks again for inviting us and we hope you guys enjoyed what you've just heard. It was only but a snippet of the fun we had uh, and the legends that we met and hang out with over the weekend. So that's going to do it then for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. You can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Just search Star Wars Sessions across all of social media and you'll find us. Drop us a little voice note or a message to our email address, which is hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. And if you want to support the show further, you can do. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. But if you want to support the show for free, just keep doing what you're doing and keep listening. You can also leave us a five star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice. Those five stars helps the show grow. It introduces new listeners. And it's another way to hear from more of you each and every week. So tell everyone you know about us, your Star Wars friends, tell your mum, your dad, your mates, your cats, your Ewok, your cousin, everybody. Tell your local Portsmouth resident. That is the show you're looking for. So until next time, from me, see you, and from Luke, your boy too, may the force be with you always. Essex-based podcast heroes. Good boy, even out of a coma, catch a punch.